Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Joining Mr. Suter, it's Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com. Morning, Pat. Good morning. How are things in, in Pat's world? Yeah, I can't complain. Yeah. All right, had a weekend. I did nothing this weekend. Took a couple days off from writing. I know that's probably not going to help our page views, but sometimes you got to have a couple weekends off. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I actually haven't done really much of anything since about, well, since the draft, Thursday night. Really, yeah. I haven't done anything. But I'll start getting back on it today. Not sure what I'm going to write. May write something about Kirk. Yesterday was his 66th birthday. And I tweeted. Yeah, that's right. I tweeted something. Um, and it's amazing the kind of responses you can get. I mean, I tweeted that, um, where is it? Let me find it. Kirk Ferentz turned 66 today, and opponents are likely using his age against him as part of negative recruiting. But Kirk is also more than a decade younger than Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, and Charlie Woods, and the Stones show no signs of slowing down. Age is just a number. And a lot of people agreed with it and knew I was sort of joking, but then some, well, you realize the racial stuff's a way bigger, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, God, you can't. Yeah, I do realize that, but yesterday was his birthday, and I'm not constantly on the soapbox, you know, commenting on the racial stuff no I mean, not i mean i've been stated my place very you've made it clear where strong. you stand i've been called a ferentz hater and an afference apologist since then which makes me think i'm being pretty objective and i think then you're right in the middle response then. to the race stuff i yeah. you can't ignore it it's serious but you know there are other things that you can comment on and mm -hmm. yesterday was his 66th birthday and he is 14 years younger than charlie watts 12 years younger than Mick Jagger and 13 years younger than Keith Richards. Yeah. Look at that. Charlie Watts was starting high school when Kirk Ferentz was born. And uh, 40 years older than uh, Mick's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be about right. Kirk's 66, 20. Uh, no, I'd say about 44 years older. <laughs> Somebody did tweet at, underneath it one um, a devoted listener. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Here's one response. Guessing Kirk has done a lot less recreational drugs than the Stones, too. I, I, that's probably fair to say. Yeah, I would think so. I uh, think that is safe. Um, let's see. Let me see if there's any others on here. And have all, and here's one. And all have strong interest in 18-year-olds. That was one of the other comments. So I'm yeah. assuming that's a listener of our show. Perhaps. Uh, and we never say below 18. We never accuse no. them of breaking the law. Never. Well, they, I, they haven't. No. They haven't. Well, as far as marrying them, who knows? Well, okay. I'd like to think. I doubt. <laughs> I would like to think, think that, that Mick, Mick. I would I, like to think so too. Mick is is such a business. I mean, he really is such a businessman. I don't think he'd let he'd let, get involved or let any of the members get involved. Well, what about when they were eighteen or nineteen? Well, well that's yeah, different. Then you're I'm just doing, okay. Doing anything that anything moves. I mean, that if, moves. And if you're eighteen and dating someone seventeen or sixteen, that's completely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
completely different. But, it is. But no, happy birthday to Kirk and 66. God, they were 18. Isn't that just amazing? Oh, then the best <laughs> comment I got was from some guy who's like, he um, automatically turned, he says, you know, most high school kids don't even know who the Rolling Stones are. That is ridiculous. That's selling high school kids short. And I wrote back to him, Buddy Holly died four years before I was born and 20 years before I even started. I knew very well who Buddy Holly was. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're selling high school kids short and underestimating them. I'm not saying they like the Stones. Most high school kids know who the Stones and Led Zeppelin are. Led Zeppelin hasn't played for 42 years. Yeah, I would say I would say so. I mean, that's just ridiculous to think that most high school well, kids whole, don't know who the, the Stones are. The whole thing is, and there's some high school kids that don't know the Beatles or get. There or are get some, that. but not most. But, but that's because, and the ones that don't, because they're not performing. They haven't been, exactly. But the, the Stones are performing. I mean, the Beatles haven't performed since on the roof yeah. in sixty, fifty years ago. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, the Stones have always been performing. Yes. And they're touring again. Yeah. They're getting ready to tour. And you look at their audience. And I'm going to miss them again. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd say there's probably not many high school kids in their audience, but... Probably not. Yeah, I worked one of their shows, and they were great. They were just freaking great. You know, know, and I wasn't out front or anything, so I didn't get that from what I heard, you know. They are very professional. It is a business. I'm guessing seventy, if seven out of ten high school kids know who the Stone is. I would Stone, yeah. You think that high? I would think that high. Yeah, I was even going to go well, higher. Well, they're marrying them, so what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, and like Captain said, they're here. They're around. Yeah, we're yeah. not talking about canned heat. I mean, this is the Stones. They've been around forever, and they're still playing. I mean, yeah. you know, and Molly did not know anything about ZZ Top. Had never heard. But ZZ one of their Top's songs. not the Rolling Stones. Well, that's true. Yeah. No comparison. Yeah. Did Molly know who Led Zeppelin was? Uh, yes, but she couldn't name a song. Of well, theirs. that's but that's not the point. I just, she's heard of yeah. them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. Mm. Good morning. I was doing some research on the University of Iowa, and I did not know this until I saw this yesterday. That Led Zeppelin played the Union yeah. in 1969. Yes, yes they did. Suter was there. I yes. Didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've discussed that on the show before. Suter yeah. was there. Yeah. It was really, oh, really? freaking incredibly loud. Oh. And that is exa- exactly what I remember from. That's Led Zeppelin. They were loud. They mm. said that the, I'm sorry. They said that the band, um, they, I can't think of the opening act. Gosh, I just saw it too. Mother Blues. They said that. It was Mother yeah, Blues. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. They said that the first set of Led Zeppelin was not good, but then they came back and they just destroyed it. They said it was just awesome. But I was like, because I read the review in uh, the Daily Iowa in 1969, and I'm like, holy smoke. And, I, and, and I'm sorry, gentlemen, uh, I, I'm a avid listener of the show, and I'm like, I, but I didn't know that. I'm like, holy smoke. You yep. talk about it. Yeah. You talk about a couch at that time frame. Isn't it like five dollars to get in? Not even that, Iowa. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I don't even you think know? it was five dollars. Yeah. Boy, they were busy in '69. They put out their first two albums in '69. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of work right, for one year. Hey, thanks for the call. A lot of work, and whoa, both albums are just kick ass. One and two. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. just well, how how about that out of the gate? Their later albums, they were starting to sag a little bit. I mean, they're, I mean, um, Presence and that Coda, I, they were not, and I liked In Through the Outdoor, but a lot of people didn't, but they were not as good at the end 
as they were. But that no, may have just weren't. been a temporary thing because, like we said, Led Zeppelin was barely around 10 years. Rolling Stones have been around, what, 60? Yeah. And again, yeah. they're still, I mean, they still perform. Yeah. It's just, you know, every summer. And they like it. They're Led Zeppelin there. hated John Bonham. The reason, yeah. he, part of the reason he got so drunk that day is because they were getting ready to go back on the road and he didn't want to. And he was pissed. He hated touring. He hated going away from his house. Well, touring is, it's hard. I mean, he hated it. From yeah. what I've read about him, he hated touring. It's a, it's a kind of an unnatural Well, and I can see that too. As In my position, thing. some of my colleagues love traveling. They just get in those hotels and frolic. I don't know yeah. what they do in there. They love yeah. it. I don't like it. They turn a one-day event into a three-day event. I hate traveling. No, we, we love the travel part of it. I, uh, I, I don't it. miss uh, performing. You have the airports and just the hotels. I don't like and, to travel. I don't like to yeah. travel. I don't have, what's that disease or that condition if you're, or a, agoraphobic? Well, is that yeah. A, where you don't even want to like leave well, your house? Leave I'm not the, like that. I, well, I'll, I'm not I'll that bad. The, I'll leave no, the, I'll leave the house. I mean, I'll go to Panera and get some soup. <laughs> I just, like if I can, like this fall on these Iowa football games, other than Maryland, these are one-day trips. There's mm-hmm. no re- I mean, Wisconsin? It, now, part of my motivation could be it's my own money I'm spending, but you know, I mean, but I know people they can they'll turn a they'll turn a Big Ten trip into a t- two day extravaganza. Yeah, and I just that's just not me. If I don't have to stay in a hotel, I won't. But like for Big Tens in Indianapolis, I had to. Yeah, you know, I made it through. I haven't gotten, I don't have no rickets or scurvy or anything. I'm doing all right. Wisconsin's such an easy trip anymore. Now it is. Yeah, now it's two hours and forty minutes. You could leave an eleven o'clock game. You leave at six thirty. You're there by, but you're there about nine fifteen. I mean, you got plenty of time. Yeah, and then your game gets over at two. You get your work done at four thirty. You're home by eight o'clock at the latest. It's a long day. It's about a twelve to fourteen hour day. But yeah. to me, that's fine. It, it beats the alternative, especially if you're not spending near as much money. Yeah. I'm gonna miss the game, but I've talked to uh, Jan number one and my doctor, and they don't want you to go. And no. You know, even though I'm vaccinated, and this morning. When did you get your vaccination? Uh, March, right? You're yeah, going to be yeah, close right. to that. I was just watching. They're saying six to nine months into this, they're yeah. talking booster shots. Yeah, I don't. Have hey, a, bring it on! Yeah, bring it on! I have no problem. All I know is that the people in the hospital, and this is being reported by both Republican uh, administrations and Democrat administrations, uh, of the people in the hospital. Uh, and on vents and dying, 99.96 uh, uh, haven't been vaccinated. And that's yeah. that's common mean, sense. Yeah. That's and then much. just, you know, basically what they're saying is if you are unvaccinated, you are going to get this new Delta variant. Well, and, and yeah, and it's You're gonna gonna screw get up, it. and it's going to screw up the rest of us. And boy, I'm not counting on the, the schedule this fall. Oh, I'm not either. Yeah, I'm not. I, mean, I know uh, people listening. Some will call us scared, libtards, hiding underneath our Brandon beds. But Shreve, tough. Uh, I don't care. Hear about the Brandon Shreve? Well, I know he's got. He's on COVID protocol. Yeah, I tweeted, Brandon yeah. Shreve. Yeah, I tweeted about it a couple of days ago. Yeah, he won't get the. Uh, he would, the vaccine. He won't get the and vaccine. his coaches has cancer. Yeah. Ron Rivera is very yeah. upset at the players who won't get vaccinated. Yeah. Well, he should be. Well, yeah. now Shreve's out. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate that it's come to this, but I mean, that what's that idiot again? Matt Gates? Did you hear him talk? Oh, give yeah. me the Florida variant, the Delta variant. The he started naming off all these different yeah. sorority names, which is kind of odd because, I mean, that guy is just—he is just insufferable. 
I mean, what an idiot to think that he is somebody that people... Well, second in line of Trump doesn't run as DeSantis, <laughs> and Florida is just absolutely a mess with this stuff. And I, I guarantee mean, you he's got the vaccination. Oh, he's been vaccinated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he won't say it, but he's. I, I'm almost, I bet my life that he's been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. No, it's just like Fox. You know, everybody had to get the vaccine. But there's some, I saw on Twitter, some some preacher from Tennessee yeah. who preaches underneath some circus tent who's just a complete moron who makes gives religion such a bad name. I don't even know what his name is, but uh, God, what I, a dick. We ran it this morning. What a dick this guy is. We ran it this morning. I'll, is he it, the one saying it's God's will? It's God's will, and uh, he won't allow anybody. Anyone vaccinated or with a mask. You can't yeah. come into my place of worship. Yeah. Okay. Tax his ass. And he's lost... Uh, parishioners yeah he's lost his it's mind God's will, he, steve he's lost his mind and for the people that say well aren't you guys talking politics instead of hey these are going to overlap i mean the sports world well, they gonna are be greatly impacted by this stuff we're seeing it we're seeing it right now yeah i mean olympics athletes have been forced to mm-hmm. withdraw from the olympics and i'm glad that uh you know a third of the or a third of the country's celebrating the loss of the american women's soccer team to canada i mean people all over twitch eh, get get off your knees and maybe you'll win there's a bunch it's of that ridiculous. Cra- oh, there's tons of people rejoicing over the fact that the women's soccer team lost to canada think about that that's that's where ridiculous. we are now. not tons but you know the hardcore right is celebrating the loss because yeah, of maybe making- no one of them who that's i won't go oh you can't say, tell me on the break and then we'll backstab them yeah <laughs> But uh, Megan, what was it, Rapinoe? Yeah. They hate her because, I mean, she I, didn't she kneel and she questioned Trump. On I, some, I, I believe I think so. she questioned Trump on a couple of things. Yeah. And by God, that's enough to get the, but it's just unfortunate. I mean, I. Greg Locke is his name. Yeah, and he's a nut. He's a complete screwball. I will ask you to leave. I'm not playing these Democrat games in this church. You shouldn't be playing any political games, you idiot. No, or pay taxes. Yeah, pay taxes. That's the other thing, because the reason they're not paying taxes is because there's supposed to be separation of church and state. There is so much religion and politics now, I've never seen it this way. No, it's ridiculous. I say taxes, ass. Yeah. But God, he gives his sermons in a circus tent in Tennessee. I mean, that tells you something. <laughs> it's just depressing to see where we are. These people have always been out there, but social media and Trump brought them... Brought him to the in, forefront yeah. and emboldened them. Yeah. Yep. Those two things. It's true. And it's just unfortunate. Yeah. But so I don't. I don't know how many. I don't know how many cancellations we'll have. Or oh, we may not have any, but I'm yeah. not well, ruling it not. out. I'm not ruling it out though. But I'll bet we do. A month or two months ago, I was pretty confident we were going to have an 11 game, 12 game schedule, and now I'm not. The vaccinations have virtually stopped. They're just ground to a halt. Now down south, they're starting to come up. Did you? See, I captain. I it was on CNN this morning. The the Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, three of the worst prior. They're yeah. starting to go up now. People Good. are starting to get the word. I yeah. think. Hey, you know, you well, can. People are dying. You can push your political narrative or live. Which one do you want? You know, if you live, you can continue to worship Trump. But if you die, you can't worship anymore. You know. So I think they're finally starting to see the light. I don't care who. What reason they give for the reason I'm giving this is because I worship Donald Trump. Fine, fine, do it. Just get the vaccination, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I see where uh, Governor Cuomo in New York is urging uh, people to uh, business owners to go to vaccination uh, patrons only. Is urging them. 
Yeah. I know a lot of people don't wouldn't like that. I'm not crazy but. about that, and I lost a little bit of respect in Cuomo with how he handled. I mean, I'm, I I don't know. He's, uh, he's Nate Stanley's refusing to get vaccinated. Well, and his his family is hard. His mom is a hardcore Trumper. I've seen her on Twitter. I mean, she is a hardcore Trumper. That's that's their business. But yeah. when it starts to impact other people, then it's our business. And he's in. Isn't he in protocol now? Yes. Yeah. I just don't get it. I just don't get yeah, it. Yeah, here's your big shot, your big chance, and you're blowing it. Yeah. When you've already been vaccinated for, you know, polio, diphtheria, on and on and on. You've already been vaccinated. Yeah, I read that about Stanley the other day. It's, but, and you're yeah. seeing Nate Stanley, Brandon Scherf. You're seeing why over 30% of the Iowa football team still hasn't been vaccinated. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of a lot of white guys from small towns, well, conservatives, and yeah. I'm I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying, that's fact, and they're they're just that's just not what they well, believe. I'll in. criticize them. <laughs> yeah, criticize them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get your vaccinations, you morons. That's what I say. That's our path to normalcy. Period. Yep. There's no other. There's really no other option now. No, there isn't, and there's no other path. No. No. But it was really bad, you know, when, again, I go back to uh, the Republican uh, influence in uh, athletics here. When, you, when they brought Trump up and, mm-hmm. and gave him uh, the jersey. And no, I know for a fact that upset some black players, too. I mean, I know, well, it, I know it did. Yeah. It upset me, too. Yeah, it they upset were, me. They were offended by it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good. Well, and because I don't remember any of the black players bringing Obama here on campus, do you? No. no. And I guarantee, had they done that, the white conservatives would have went crazy. Yeah. There's just such a double standard. I mean, now people are ripping Obama because he's going to have a birthday party in his house in Martha's Vineyard. It's like a black guy can't have money and celebrate. I'm sh- their party's outside. My guess is most of the people there will be vaccinated. Oh, you know. It. I mean, yeah. Trump does all these rallies and they get yeah. on their knees and pray to him. Obama does this one thing and now he's being ripped by the right wing. Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah. It's- yeah, and they and they and you know this this lie and it is an absolute lie that uh you know how much the Republican uh, uh, the red states give to the blue states. They give nothing. The blue states give way more to the yeah. way more, way yeah. more. New York and California it always has. Yes. I mean, Mitch McConnell's state is nothing but a blood-sucking, freeloading sack of crap. Kentucky. I mean, they have no school. All they do is rely on other people's money. Well, mm-hmm. Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi—they all just are freeloaders. Yeah, they couldn't live without true. the blue state money. And I'm going to say it again: if somebody's listening, I'm not a Democrat. I'm just a realist, and I look at these things objectively. And Captain's right, though. The reds That's just a huge fallacy that red states support blue states. Not at all. No. Imagine where we'd be without California's economy. I mean... It's the fourth largest economy in the world. I know. It's bigger than Russia's, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, this crap with Russia... Why'd they let them in the Olympics? Why'd they let their committee in when they wouldn't let the country in for cheating? They let their... They still let the athletes in, though. I don't get that. Because the Olympics is corrupt. It well, is. I mean, I mean, it is. And who's who's more corrupt, the Russian government or the Olympics committee? It's a, it's it's a, a toss. toss up. Up. That's a toss. It's up. A toss up. That's yeah. a toss. A complete up. toss up. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, the Olympics did bring. Did you watch Gabby Thomas last night? Um, I don't think so. My God, is she beautiful? 
I mean, she. Is oh wait, just, she's the the runner, right? She's like yeah. Beyonce running track with the real long <laughs> oh, hair and the yeah. yeah she's I, I tweeted. I tweeted. Man, it's fair to say Gabby Thomas checks all the boxes. She went. I believe she's a medical degree from Harvard or, or Yale, one of them, and she's fast as hell, and she is just beautiful. Yes, she's. I mean, I was just really I was mesmerized watching her run. Yeah, her hair is. She's just, as smooth as silk. As and I saw an interview with her, man, and she is so well spoken. I mean, she's just kind of pissed me off that the girl beat her in the preliminary. But because she what was coasting, she, she let up. But yes. she's probably she's not a lock to win. I mean, no, she's no. not a lock to win by any means. But no, she coasted at the end there. She yes, all she, she had to do was finish in the top two. But you know, she knew I, it. I mean, I don't, I don't know if she's even the favorite to win. But you know, who cares? I mean, just she's going to be right in it. Yeah, she'll be right in it. But I don't think she's. I, I believe she's second or third. Graduate as far... of Harvard, she studied neurobiology <laughs> and global health as yeah. an undergraduate. Whereas uh, we were going to Joe's place. To... <laughs> but more importantly, she's beautiful. You see her picture, yes, Captain? Yeah, she is. Yeah. I mean, oh she's yeah, just no, she's beautiful. Gorgeous gorgeous and like i said i watched an interview with her i believe it was on cnn or msnbc and she was such an interesting person to listen to i mean she's been through a lot yeah she's uh but yeah did did you like her eyelashes um i actually was staring at other things she she had some of those designer oh i didn't eyelashes you know they're about i noticed six inches long i noticed her legs and and you know she's just beautiful I don't. God, I sound like I'm in heat, don't I? <laughs> yes, you do. You sound like it's running season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one other thing that we need to talk about, and Captain, I tweeted it to you a couple. Yeah. White boy Rick. He was ahead of. I White boy Rick. Yes, last night you were ahead of your time. White boy Rick is suing for a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Who's he suing? You name it, he's suing it. I think he's maybe suing KCJJ, as far as I know. No, he's suing, what, the FBI? Good luck there, yeah. Rick. He's suing the FBI? Suing the FBI. Is he suing the Detroit Police Department? Uh, I'm getting up the story now. White um, boy Rick's got, I don't know if he'll get $100 million, but he's going to get something for it, and he should. I think he deserves it for the way he was treated. Voice quivering, uh, Rick Wersey? Rick Wersey. Uh, junior, who was a teen was painted as a murderous drug kingpin, dabbed his eyes, as he recalled, one of the last conversations he had with his father. Uh, Suffering from brain cancer, his dad office moaned in pain over the phone. During the 2014 call, he told his imprisoned son that he was scheduled to die that day, which the younger Worsi told him wasn't true. His mind was playing tricks, the ailing father insisted. I lost it. It's hard for me to talk about it. I broke down that day. He shouldn't have been in jail then. Yeah. He should have been able to be with his father at the end. And yeah, yeah it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a big story. And he'll win something. I mean, it will Now be- 52 and having served more than 32 years, all but a year of adulthood, he filed a federal lawsuit uh, the first anniversary of his prison release. He demands authorities acknowledge they indoctrinated indoctrinated him and broke promises to help him. Um, He wants $100 million for his trouble, uh, amounts to about $3 million each year of incarceration. Uh, He has suffered anxiety, depression, and abdominal pain from assassination attempt. Uh, that ripped his colon in half when he was 15. Yeah, yeah, that's in in the movie. 
Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a horrible story. Yeah, but no, he's gonna, he will die a rich man, don't you think, Captain? Yes. And he will. And leave. he should. And he should. He, he was should. treated just like all the black people that have been persecuted and treated unfairly by the judicial system who sue. I agree that they should get their money too. That this was just reverse. This was reverse racism. This was black people putting keeping a white guy down, and it was just. Well, the the FBI made and you know I learned about uh, some of this from Law and Order actually. The FBI made these deals with these kids, uh, you know, that we're going to take care of you because they were caught with a little bit of weed. Well, this his situation uh, was different in that they were threatening to throw his father in jail. They used his father as a bargaining tool to get this kid at fourteen to start going out in the streets and selling drugs so they could find out who the yeah. drug dealers were and they told him if you don't do this well your dad's going to jail because his dad was a gun runner his dad yeah. was his dad was crooked his yeah. dad was kind of a pos i mean he really was so they used that against him and the kid was 14 and i mean it's just it's a story if that you, if it wasn't true you'd never believe it. if you ever go in i don't care whether you did it or you didn't do it if you go into a police station and they pull you in there and you don't have a lawyer you shut up. Oh, oh my God. I mean, yes. don't uh, cooperate. We all learned from OJ. Don't cooperate with the police. Yeah, no, without question. I, I mean, yeah. Because they got a, a job to do. Not They're, in yeah. that respect. Not in that respect. I mean, you go in there with a lawyer. Yes. And then you can cooperate and do whatever the lawyer tells you to do. But this kid was out some one thirty-two in the morning on school. Yeah. Now. He basically quit going to school so he could keep helping the FBI. Hello. And... How you guys doing today? It's Kyle. Doing hey, Kyle. okay, Kyle. How are you? You know, I'm I'm living the dream on the way to hopefully vaccinate some more people and do my job as well. But good, do it. You're right. You're right. That it's slowed down a lot. We only see maybe I don't know, maybe ten to fifteen a day if on a good day. Yeah, probably. It's kind of depressing. Um. The, any talk of the booster shots for uh, those of us interested? Pfizer? Yeah. Yeah, the Pfizer, there's a trial going on right now. They're looking at a booster. We're supposed to hear in September if the full recommendation from uh, from Pfizer by September if if they need if we need a booster. Cool. I uh, I'll so, yeah. be, be the first in line. Uh, exactly. Me me too. I'll be I'll be right there. Yeah. You know, Matt, you guys were talking about Matt Gates earlier. You know, I I was in the army for 12 years and he is what we would call an oxygen thief. He is an <laughs> oxygen thief. That's a good good moniker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Cubs, you know, I gosh, Pat, I know I said a few months ago that you were, you know, it looked like the Cubs were going to be okay and then you end up being right. They're going to be bad. Oh, they're going to be bad for a long time. Yep. God, if they don't, I mean, I can understand it from the baseball side because all three are free agents. You might as well get something now because you're in danger of getting nothing at the end of the year. But it's still just, oh, it's like a big gut punch. And they can all come back. They, I'm, I'm guessing they'll re-sign Rizzo in the offseason and – Maybe Baez. Oh, I don't know about no, that. I, no, I think you're. I think that's a pipe dream. They're not going to spend the money. They're just. They're just. I they hope you're right. I hope you're right, but I don't think you are. They're not going to spend the money. They offered him 
Robert Baez, the extension got leaked. Uh, I read it oh, like a month a month or so ago that they offered him $189 million over, I think it was over seven. I yeah, think. and Francisco Lindor For makes over Francisco Lindor makes over three hundred thousand. That that wasn't a very million? that wasn't or yeah three hundred. That wasn't a very competitive yeah, offer. Yeah. I mean, the Cubs are going to no, have to was, spend I, some money. I can't remember the length. It might have been five years, but yeah, it does. It comes down to money and. For a guy, and I love I love Javi, but man, he strikes out a lot. I mean, oh, he strikes out a lot. Mm. He he's on pace he's on pace to he's on pace to be in the top five in K's again. I mean, they're going to have a bunch of Ian Haps, and they're just yeah. they're just yeah. going to have a bunch of cheap marginal players, and that's why they're going to be terrible. It's depressing. I agree. I agree. I'm ready I, for football, though, boys. I'm ready for you football. Bet. Oh, I'm getting ready for football. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Tom, one. are you are you Suter, are you go? Are you going to the games? I got my. Yes. I got my tickets. I got well. I got the. You know, I got the list because now we're all on electronic tickets now. But I got all that uh, a couple weeks ago. So my wife and I are locked in for yeah. the games. But as of right go- as of right now, Kyle. Yeah, our plan is to go to the games, and also we've got uh, tickets to Maryland and tickets to Wisconsin. As of right now, we are planning to do all of those games. As of right now. Yeah, me, we, me too. We're hoping that, depending on when, of course, you know, I probably have to work once in a while on the weekend, and I won't be able to go to every home game. But I'll give, I give those tickets away. I never sell mine. I just give them away because, unless it's an opposing fan, then I would just charge them like triple the rate. Oh yeah. So they don't buy it. <laughs> so they don't buy it. And I don't want to offend the people I sit by. <laughs> no, no, I, I never, agree with you. I just give them away. I agree so, with you. I'm going, we're, we're going to try to go to Wisconsin. We're not, I have never been to Maryland. I've been to Penn state and I don't, I mean, I don't really want to, I've been to Penn State. Like you, I will never go to Ames again. Ames Uh-oh. again. I will nope. never go back. Never. I have no desire. No, I haven't been uh, to Maryland yet, so that that's a no-brainer for me. And then I have not been to Nebraska. I should probably do that at some point. Oh, did you guys know? I didn't know if you knew this. Today is National VCR Day. <laughs> it's the day. It's the day when all Nebraska fans watch when they were still relevant so that's, <laughs> that's just me and kyle <laughs> i know it's so mean thanks but, kyle. oh i got the bell thank yeah they, if you guys think pat do you think frost is on the hot seat now that alberts is there if he doesn't win this year i mean I yeah really i mean see i mean how they're gonna be 500 well, I mean, I I'm not I don't know that. I mean, they could they were five and seven last year, and I think they have a chance to be better or not five. They were five and seven the year before, I think the right last year. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I don't think you can just assume they're not going to be five hundred. But yeah, I think the seat's definitely getting warm. I don't think he'll get fired this year. I don't think Alberts will fire him after one year unless they go like one and eleven. But I don't see that happening. I don't. Right. I mean, no, I mean, they, they won't go. I mean, they almost beat Iowa in the last what the last three games. I mean, no, com- they've been they very close. I mean, I mean, I always been lucky to win these last three games against them. So, I'm not saying oh, I think no, they have. They- I, I don't think they've turned the corner. I don't pick them to win the West, but I'm not ready to say that they're just going to have a terrible season. But no, I think I, I think no, Alberts I- will give Frost a little bit of time. But he's definitely the seat is definitely getting warm. It has to be. I don't. I yeah. I wouldn't. I don't think they're going to have a terrible season. I just 
for whatever reason, that style of football that he's running, unless he changes his mindset, I, I mean, his quarterback, he puts his quarterback out there and they're going to get killed. And if they don't, Martinez never, never lasts, never lasts the entire year. And you just can't win in the big 10 like that. Well, I Ohio mean, state wins with a similar offense, but they have much better players. Much better. Ohio State they asks do. a lot from its quarterback. Its quarterback takes a pounding, but they just have better players. It Nebraska does. just doesn't have good enough players to run that offense right now. And now they lost because they lost uh, their. I mean, they lost Slondale Robinson, which is, I mean, arguably he was their best offensive threat. And I just don't, I just don't see how they're gonna. I mean, maybe they could get to five hundred, but I think it would be hard, difficult with the schedule they have, and. I don't know. I just think Frost is – I'm kind of hoping with realignment that the Big 12 calls Nebraska and say, hey, do you want to come back? They Well, just well, for be, money purposes, though. They'd be really stupid to do that. They sure would. I don't, I don't they think would, they, they would. They would be, yeah. Yeah, I they don't would. see any reason why they would do that. They but, wouldn't. But it, it's nice to dream. They, they used him as an example on uh, – Oh, gosh, was it – I can't remember if it was ESPN or – it was one of the stations. They were just talking about realignment, a segment on realignment. And they talked about uh, how Nebraska – or how Texas and Oklahoma should be very wary because, you know, Nebraska's move to the Big Ten hasn't worked out for them. And I know you guys – I have to listen on the podcast sometimes because I'm at work, so I don't get to listen to you guys live all the time. And I know you guys touched on it too, but just the grass isn't always greener. And Nebraska has really – you take out their first three years in the league, three or four, and they've basically been irrelevant or an also-ran in the Big Ten. And I, yeah, I don't know how Texas and Oklahoma could be any different in the SEC. Oh, Oklahoma. Well, Oklahoma's Oklahoma better. Be. Oklahoma. <laughs> hey. Oklahoma's real good. And yeah, Nick, Saban's, Nick Saban's retiring yeah, soon. Thanks, Nick, Alabama's not going to continue to be – this monster they are right now. When he leaves, they'll still be good. I mean, other coaches have won national titles there, Gene Stallings and somebody named Bear Bryant. But I'm not – don't think this is Oklahoma's demise. They'll they'll do just fine. Not I at think. all. Um, right. The other um, – Texas? Well, Texas wasn't even very good in the Big 12. No, no they have uh, – with all their resources and the talent at their fingertips, Texas should be a lot better than they are. And, and with their roster. They still yeah, recruit good players. They do. Right? Well, maybe Sarkeesian's the answer. Maybe they just need to get the right coach there. So let's look at then at Nebraska's schedule. Okay. At Illinois, probably. Could go either way. Uh, yeah. I, I have no feeling either way. I'd pick probably pick Illinois just because it's at home, but it's a new coaching staff. Nebraska's got a veteran quarterback, so that's a toss-up. Then, then uh, Fordham and Buffalo at home. Prob- two and one. Probably two and one. At Oklahoma. Two and two. At Michigan State. Three and two, I, yeah, I would say. Well, that's another toss-up to me because if it was at Nebraska, I would say yes, Nebraska. But Michigan State, but there were times last year under Mel Tucker where they were pretty good. There were other times yeah. where they were terrible. Then uh, Northwestern at home. I could see them winning that game. Yeah. So we both have them somewhere around 500 and, at that yeah, point, uh-huh. roughly. Uh, versus Michigan at home. That's it. Could go either way. It could go either way. It's another. T- it's not to me. It doesn't. It's not clearly defined either way. I, I can't see them winning. I can see them winning that game as much as losing it. It's another just toss up. 
at Minnesota. Could see them going either way. Uh, yeah, I would most likely pick Minnesota if they get anything good from their quarterback. I think Minnesota is a little built a little better from the inside out. Uh, then Purdue at home, probably a victory. I would say so. Uh, Ohio State at home. Probably a loss. Uh, at Wisconsin. Probably a loss. And Iowa. I, I, I know Perhaps if I, a loss. I say, if I say toss-up, I'm going to get killed, but I mean... I wouldn't be. Well, the last, the, yeah, that's fair. I mean, they needed a Keith Duncan field goal to win there the last time. Yeah. I mean, and the games have been close. I would not be surprised if Nebraska f- beat Iowa this year. Right now, I'd probably give Iowa. If it was at Kinnick, I would pick Iowa, but they struggled with them at Kinnick recently. I mean, the games have been very competitive with Nebraska over the last. I mean, what was the year when Martinez was just on the head like 300 total yards? And mm. they, I mean, was that, yeah. what, three years ago, I two years so. ago? And that was at Kinnick. Yeah, so I, you know, looking at their schedule, it's tough. I see anywhere from five to seven wins for Nebraska. Um, maybe if everything breaks right, maybe even eight. Possibly. And if he goes seven and five, those Nebraska fans will treat that like he's part of the Red Sea. I mean, because they're just waiting to have anything to cheer about with Frost. And Trev Alberts, I mean, there's a new AD in town, and so we'll see. I mean, but I, I almost think that since Trev Alberts is a former Nebraska player, he may feel a, more of a sense of loyalty to Frost to try to give him more time than maybe an outsider would. I could be wrong. I don't, ha- I don't know his mindset, but we'll see. We'll see, but yeah, there's, it's a tough schedule, though. Mm-hmm. That's but I also don't think if, if Frost leaves, it, you know, that, I don't think Nick Saban's going to be, hey, Trev, no. I'd like to finish no. my career there. Or I don't think they're going to get a big, hot coach because their brand has really suffered over the last 10, 15 years. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> so what do you think Iowa's uh, uh, final uh, game total will be this year? We'll play 13 games. 13 games, and what? how many are we going to win? How many are we going to lose? Oh, I don't know. I got them going 8-4. and four, probably. Yeah, probably. I, I told some of the people in Ohio we were going to go 9-3. and three. Well, and we might. But anyway, I'm wondering, <clears throat> when the Russian athletes win, what do they put up as a flag and a song? I have no idea. Uh, good question. Don't know. I have because they used to show all that, and they don't show any. They just show the, no, the they, Americans yeah, when they, they win. They haven't been showing the Russians, at least on NBC on Channel Seven. They yeah, and that's, a, we've been watching Channel Seven. Maybe a yeah. picture of someone dying of poisoning. You think that's what yeah, they're showing? They show <laughs> someone <laughs> in another country. And then, and then I found out hitting three homers in one game isn't going to guarantee you a win. Ortega hit three yesterday, and the Cubs lost. And the day before, the catcher for the White Sox hit three, and they lost. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't hit three home runs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, is the quality of the air supposed to be better today? Uh, It's getting better. It looks a little clearer as of right now, but I don't know if it'll stay that way. What was wrong with the air yesterday? Smoky. smoke, it was bad. Well, we saw smoke from up in Canada. And I'm wondering, is it a good idea to mow your lawn, or with this drought, should you just kind of let the grass grow? A lot of people are just letting it go. And you realize, Karn, that... I noticed on both sides of me, my neighbors have mowed, and their grass is brown. Karn, you realize who you're asking that question to? (laughs) Yeah. A sports writer and two radio guys. We don't know crap about stuff like that. 
you're smart enough to no, know we're that. No, we're not. Clearly, we're not. No, I still got a big fraction. <laughs> I, I think I gave a good answer. A lot of people are letting yeah. it go. I'm just going, okay, I'm going I'm to quote you on that. Okay, my fault. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, God. Okay, Thanks, guys, Karen. have a good day. <laughs> Most of the people in my, well, I guess we got both, but some people in my neighborhood, they're on their grass. I mean, they're, they still mow it two and three times a week. Some and it's, you know, it's there's just, some people that water it every day. I or? watered my front yard a yeah. little bit this morning just because it's, my backyard, it's beyond, it gets so much sun exposure. There's, there's dry patches and it's just. I'm not going to start watering my huge backyard. I can't well, afford it. I think Carew will be out tomorrow or the next day. They're going to get rid of our our trench. I'm just pissed at all the water grass I'm getting here every July now. I gotta, oh, yeah, we got to. I'm just pissed. I mean, I pay Greg's landscaping, and they always say, well, there's nothing we can do about it. You're telling me for 500 a year you can't help me with water grass? Like I'm actually calling grass. this. I'm actually, no, it's called water grass. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's and the difference? It's just big, thick blades of grass. And um, I've had a problem with that for like the last four or five years, and it's really bad in my backyard. You don't see it at all until about mid-July. And then by mid-August, my whole backyard is water grass, and it pisses me off. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. What- okay. What was that? <laughs> Some guy trying to do a bad bit. Who was he? Who was he? Was he a Rocky? To be a Russian, yeah. Oh, I thought it was Rocky. Sounded like Rocky. No, we don't need any Russian bits. Well, we are getting close to football season. You know when the the uh, fall camps are starting starting up. Mm-hmm. Iowa starts up Thursday. Yep. And um, media day is next Friday. Yeah. Start uh, start getting interested. Yeah, we'll start having Don Patterson on here on Mondays and start having a lot to talk about. Yeah. No, we're I still want to enjoy a little bit what's left of summer. Oh yeah. I mean, this is like the last kind of week where, I mean, because like I said, media days a week after, it's on the 13th, and then, boy, we're... And then the kids practice is the 14th. Kids practice is the 14th, and then we're two weeks away from the opener, and once that gets going, it's like a school teacher going back to school. Hello. Pat, that water grass is called something like Nuts Edge, and there's a spray bottle. Take it right down. I have it too. But will it kill the grass though? What is it? So does the other grass come back then? No. It, it, yeah, it comes. That stuff's amazing. It, it can survive anything. And I think the only way to get rid of it is dig down six inches some year and take it out. But no, there's look. I think it's called Nuts Edge. Nuts Edge. Nuts. Something like that. Okay. Just type, just type in water grass and I'll okay. give you the, the real name. But the bottle you get kills all kinds of weeds, but it'll take that stuff right down. I so mean, why can't my lawn service the, do the that bag? for me? Well, if you call them, they should. I have before, they, and they basically just said well, that's just not what, it's just out of our control is what they told me. Just just, just go get a bottle. But the okay. problem with it this year, it's the only really green, tall stuff there is in brown grass, and it looks really bad. Mm-hmm. So what's so, the difference between this and crabgrass? Oh, crabgrass is just the flat stuff, and it's really thick, thick bladed. But you got to put a pre-emergent down in the spring to prevent it from coming up, and you'll still still have some come up. Oh, I understand that. I just it. my whole backyard's inundated yeah, with it. Yeah, it's though. called nuts edge. What's it well, called? a whole lot of things come to mind, but I'm I'm, I'm going to pass. Oh, nuts edge. Well, just look it <laughs> up. Clearly, you can see this guy. <laughs> nuts edge. <laughs> All right, no, thanks. I appreciate that. I'll look it up. Yeah, I do. Okay. 
Never thought I'd be looking up something called nuts eggs. And since, we, yeah, imagine some of the stuff that's going to come up. <laughs> and with that, I think we should take a little break, and we will be right back. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number, 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember... For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertin and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. You see the same people there greeting you, and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer. Deary Ford in Iowa City. That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you. Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. DearyFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit diamonddentalpc.com for more information. 
Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental Team provide superior care for your entire family. Dear U of I, just a note to let you know, if you're ever thinking about selling Kinnick Stadium or Carver Hawkeye Arena, please consider Hawkeye Title and Settlement. We're here to provide efficient, high-quality real estate title and closing services. Signed, Hawkeye Fan Forever, and send. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Whether it's a large commercial property or if you're buying your first home, remember, we're here to help. Hawkeye Title and Settlement Services of Iowa City. You'll love our team just like you love the Hawks. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert, and I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite. Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite TV experts. Hi, this is Bill Eichstring of the Oxyok Inn. Our doors are open again. Although the way we serve you is different, we're still here and ready to welcome you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Oxyok family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving family style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxyok home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxyokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Oxyok family to you, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyok Inn in the heart of Amana. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. KCJJ Weather. From SevereStudios.com. Not much rain in the forecast. It's going to be a dry week. Looks like our next chance, and it's not a good one. Uh, probably next weekend at some point, uh, and that'll be just scattered stuff. Today, partly cloudy, not humid at all. We'll get to 78. The wind south becoming southeast at 5 to 10 today. Clear tonight, 60 tomorrow. Sunshine, 81 on Wednesday. Mostly sunny, 83. It will warm up a little more, and it'll get a little more humid as we head into the weekend. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Temperature now, 74. Hawkfanatic.com. You know, yep. we're bringing uh, Afghans over here that worked as interpreters and helped mm -hmm. the Army and everything. There's people on social media actually bitching about it. We don't need any more for People on social media are going to bitch. There's I a mean, group that bitches about everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And if we don't keep our word to them, that will take care of them. Uh, who's gonna Who's gonna fight alongside us? Mm -hmm. Who are you talking about? The Afghans oh, that yeah. we're bringing here. Well, People are bitching about. Yeah, them. the ones we're bringing here are gonna die because they yeah. helped us for all these years. Yeah, the they, Taliban knows that and they're gonna behead them. Yeah, and they helped us. Yes, and they deserve. We to already come over turned here. our back yeah. on the Kurds. So those people criticizing mm -hmm. them can go straight to hell, as far as I'm concerned. I'm getting so sick of this crap. I mean, we're not gonna have any allies left. 
No. I mean, this make America great and, you know, America first. Well, we need help in the world. Yeah, we can't well, do first it on we our do. own. It's a global, and it's a global economy. God, I'm just so sick of it. It's a global economy, and, you know, you can't... Isolationism uh, doesn't work. That but that has. doesn't mean we no. don't support America first. My first hope is that things happen great for America. Yeah. But for that to happen, we need help from other countries. Yeah. we America comes first when you stand by your allies and people that helped you. Well, Biden's done a good oh, job yeah. of re-hooking up with our traditional allies yeah. and, and mending those fences that uh, Trump burnt down. Hello. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Morning. Hey, I was wondering if uh, we had any prospects as Iowa Hawkeyes for the next Olympics, such as uh, Langi Tasanga or any of our track stars or, or anybody else besides Spencer Lee. Um, I mean, well, you pick the sports. I mean, the, the sports where it would most likely happen. I mean, with track, I mean, but it's hard. I mean, look at Eric Sawinski. I'm one of the best 800 runners, yeah. and he, he's, he didn't make the team. It's tough. I mean, you never say never. But I would say clearly Spencer Lee is without question yes. the, the best shot. And, I mean, Jason McConico was great this year, but it's hard to be one of the three hurdlers. I mean, it really is. And Longy's got a shot. Yeah, it's I pretty mean, elite. She's, she's got a shot, but um, it's probably safer to pick the field in these cases. But, no, I, I would think wrestling and track and field are, are where I don't see anything. Well, obviously with them cutting some, some sports, too, that's not going to help because they're no. cutting Olympic sports. Yeah. Well, and then also we had a pretty hot shot tennis player, but that's still that's way way far away from the Olympics, right? And the, the you're talking about Alexa Noel, yes, great, but I'm not down. But she got beaten in the second round of the NCAA. Yeah, tournament. she's not quite there yet. She's got a ways to go. Yeah, she got she beaten. She was off to a great start. Oh, she's it was great for Iowa. She's year. she's already Iowa's greatest women's tennis player of all time. But just to show you how good it you have to be, she got beaten in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Well, yeah, yeah, but we we had such a fantastic year in all the sports. Oh, without question. So, yeah. Hopefully it'll be Spencer Lee. You know, I think he's sure surefire. And then hopefully we'll have some other other athletes for us there because it's it's a lot of fun to watch the Olympics and even more fun if we could have Spencer Lee there. Oh, I agree. No, I totally agree with you. All right, guys, have a great day. Thanks so much for the call. You bet. Yep. Bye bye. But yeah, they. It's just hard. It's hard, man. I mean, the how good these athletes are. I mean, watching those gymnasts. I was happy for the what's her the Carrie. The girl from Phoenix who just yeah, Jade fell, fell apart on the vault, but they came back she to win did, the floor yeah. exercise. But um, just shows you she persevered, and I was really happy for her. And now Simone Biles is Biles is back doing the. Is she back? Is it the? What's she doing? Is it the? Well, there, there's two more, two more things. She's back doing the balance beam. I believe that's the one she's. Is she back for to. sure? She yeah. They announced it last night that she's coming back for that. And um, so hopefully she can get some happiness. I know a lot of people are rooting against her for reasons I don't. I mean, Charlie Kirk, called, what do you call her sometimes? Yeah. Uh, Charlie Kirk. People calling her a quitter, you know. A quitter, and he called her worse than that. And he's a col- junior college dropout Trump worshiper who has a strong right. presence on social media. That's his big claim to fame. He's an idiot. Seth MacFarlane says he's got one more season of Family Guy with Fox, and then uh, he'll either stop it. Or uh, another network will have to somebody pick, will pick it, up. it up. He won't. He won't. Yeah, somebody will pick it up. So he won't do Fox again. again. Hmm? He doesn't want to do Fox. Doesn't again. want to have anything to do with Fox. It sickens him. He says, "Hey, I'll give Fox credit for not running my for not budging to my pillow guy." Yeah, yeah. They lost a lot. That was he's a third of Tucker Carlson's advertising. I read. 
Yeah. He's also nuts. Well, he's yes. He is crazy. And he's decimated that company. I mean I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard the pillows are great. I've heard other now it's just political. The Democrats say I mean, the pillows suck. The Republicans say it's like sleeping in heaven, you know? It's just like everything. Well, yeah, but I I mean it is a pillow. Ultimately it's a pillow. I've, got, yeah. I've been using the same pillow for fifteen years. So it's ninety percent dust mites. I know, pillows are overrated. And I don't like the big fluffy ones. It hurts my neck. I kinda like mine to be a little flat. And we got new ones when we got a new mattress, but it's a pillow. Yeah, I, you know, I mean I at one point at the back store I bought a seventy five dollar pillow and it it didn't. Do you know something? And they're not around anymore, right? Right. They were the biggest rip, and we and, and we had those chairs from them, and those chairs cost like what six hundred bucks? Yeah, five hundred, six hundred bucks for these chairs, and they fell apart all the time. Who are we, we talking about? The back store. They're not around anymore. Yeah, they just for, were the. And we had all those. I'm waiting for dog to call in. You know, <laughs> but, you don't get it. Yeah, I get it, <laughs> but. But uh, we got these things from, what, Staples? And they were like 100 and something. Uh And they're great, and they've held up. My pillow's a hand-me-down from my parents. I'm sure it is. I've never went out and purchased a pillow in my life. I've never went out. It might be time to branch out. I've never went out and purchased bedspreads. Everything I have are just hand-me-downs. I just, I just, the last thing I want to do is go out and purchase a freaking bedspread. As long as I got someone in the family willing to give me one, that's all I need. Bedspreads and pillows are overrated. There you go. Well, we got new comforter and no, I, I, it's fun. And everything. It gives you different looks. Yeah, and we we like it. <laughs> different looks. What do you? Who cares how you look? You're sleeping. What, you think White Boy Rick is sleeping on? White Boy Rick's going to be able to buy whatever <laughs> so, bedspread he wants. So then I'm guessing you're not big into high thread count sheets. No, then. is that a safe? No, no. Maybe White Boy Rick will buy out Mike Lindell. <laughs> Maybe that'll happen. Well, it isn't. Uh, that would be a good buy right now. Isn't Lindell still convinced that Trump's reinstated in eleven yes, days? Yes, yeah. In He's 11 still days. pushing that thing. That's what part of the ad was. Was him speaking about that? I mean, Fox will get sued yeah. if they run those ads, yeah. don't they? Yes, they. Yeah, there's got to be at least a modicum of responsibility. So, God, do you it, think it, on the thirteenth those nuts are going to like get violent again? Well, they're going to be pissed. No, not. Well, they're going to be pissed one way or the other. Well, then they're stupid. Well, well we they are know stupid. that. <laughs> well, then let them get pissed. Stupid, I mean, though, that they're dangerous. Yeah, they, they are. And they'll go to jail if they do it. Yeah. So, God, though, it's just so tiresome. It is. It's, it's just like a tedious. broken... We wake up every day, and it's the same crap every day. Everything's political. Everything's divided. I mean, it's just... It's just getting it's not even depressing anymore now it's just annoying well when you got all these things going up hey jay all all the cases thank you and social media does intensify everything i mean yeah social media people are talking about like that's the big difference now that's what is fueling all this there's people happy kathy uh she has Kathy, lung cancer. Kathy Griffith has, yeah, lung cancer, and people are going good. Because she's the one who, didn't she do something like she had some doll where she cut off Trump's head or something? Yeah. Which was probably not the smartest thing shoot. to do. No, it wasn't. It was no. stupid. No, she And lost. I remember you guys criticized her for it. Yeah, it, it was, was ridiculous. It makes him a martyr. It makes him yeah. sympathetic. But now you got the Trump cult hoping she dies of lung cancer. Yeah. 
I mean, that's where we are right now. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that was a stupid. Real stupid. You know, I think like John Voight and Chachi, I think they're complete boobs, but I don't want them to get lung cancer. Mm-hmm. No. Chachi. Well, I can't remember his name. Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo. I don't want him to get lung cancer. No. But I think he's a complete freaking moron. And that John, is for sure. John Voight, unfortunate, because he's actually a good actor. He's a freak. He's a freak, but he's a good actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. Been, Chachi, he, not, you know. Not so much. No. I mean, John Voight. John Voight was in some great movies. Conrad's one of my all-time favorite movies, yep, and he is yep. great, great in that too. movie. Great in that movie. I can watch it anytime. It's great. You know who else is a really good actor? Ed Harris. Yes, he oh, is. Yeah. yeah. I watched two. Uh, Apollo 13, which is on awesome. all the time now. Apollo 13 and Radio were both on recently, and, man, he is great in both those movies playing different parts. I mean, he is a great One of his first parts he ever played was a dirty cop in Rockford Files. Yeah. All right. Very small part in that movie, but that's man. streaming. I watch. I watch some of those sometimes. What Rockford Files? Rockford. You don't Files. have them on DVD? No, I got them all. You can get them on DVD. The whole series now for like twenty eight dollars. Can you still buy a good CD player? Are yeah. they still out there? Oh yeah, yeah. Like a single player, like doesn't play multiple CDs. Yeah. Where probably, do you get them? Well, you have to get them. You'd have to order them, right? You can't get them at a store. I mean, nobody. I no, I haven't seen them for a long time at like Best Buy or something. But you can get them on Amazon. I may have to do that sometime. I've got this Oinko what O N Ankio Ankio, but yeah. it's a six shooter, and I just don't like those. I want a single CD mm-hmm. player because the six shooters break down. It seems like a lot quicker than the other ones do but man no you can't buy them anywhere they're just not there well we had cd players that were home cd players sony's for like a hundred dollars when i came here and they lasted us for like 11 or 12 years and that's what i want and now i have to buy the professional things and they're always screwing up and they're more expensive oh yeah like four four times that hello good morning morning isn't john void Angelina Jolie's father? Yes. Yes. Wow. Go Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hot. Yeah. Yeah. But she's a little nuts too, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. She's left wing yeah, nuts. But she's she's left wing nuts. Yeah, left wing nuts. But she is nuts. Okay, yeah. Who's hotter between Angelina Jolie and Beyonce? Oh, Beyonce. I would Angelina agree. Jolie gives me the creeps. With How about Beyonce and Gabby and Thomas? Crap. Uh, I'd go one. with Gabby. I think I'd yeah. go with Gabby right now too. I mean, Gabby. I'd go with Beyonce only because Gabby could outrun me. <laughs> well, I think Beyonce so could outrun Beyonce. you. So could I think Beyonce. Beyonce could outrun you. Yeah. Hell, I think Roseanne <laughs> could outrun so could you. So, yeah, I think so Louis could, Anderson so. could outrun you in heels. <laughs> I don't know about Louis. Would you race Louis Anderson in heels? <laughs> Baskets is back for another season. I know, it? and it's critically acclaimed. Yep. And Suter won't watch he it. He won't. Baskets is going nowhere but up the charts. <laughs> it's critically acclaimed, That's Suter. That's great. Hello? Yeah, Steve. Hey, yeah, Ronnie. Ronnie. Uh, tell Pat he can pick up a CD player at the Goodwill Reboot. They have a lot of them down there. Seriously? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll... Oh, yeah, the Reboot down by the Hy-Vee, uh, yeah. off the highway there. The waterfront Hy-Vee. Yeah, great. Okay, okay I'll go check it out. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. Thank okay. you, Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's the cool beauty, beauty of this show, man. People always willing to help. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I've been looking because, like I said, I'm just tired of this six shooter and I don't want to stop playing CDs. I have too many of them just because everyone tells me, oh, just download, download. And 
You know, and I, I, I still like playing CDs. I, I'm old-fashioned. I get well, it. Well, we got a CD. I mean, we're one of the few radio stations, I think, around here that still has CD players. But I, I mean, was we like, can play MP3s. Oh, yeah. We and do. do. But, I mean, um, I, I sometimes I'll listen to Sirius when I'm traveling, Sirius uh, 60s on 6, and it's live. And uh, the guy in the morning, the Splash Phelps, yeah, he threw a just a s fit once because his computer kept freezing, and they took the CDs out of the studio, so he couldn't play music. Yeah, he said, "You bring him in here right now," and and he kept talking until they actually hooked him up. I mean, I never heard anything like you <laughs> don't expect that on on Sirius. No, he goes, "Yeah, this computer's always freezing," and yeah, he just threw a fit. So they've got CDs now back in the studio. I mean, I've probably got 400 CDs. Uh, God, that's a lot of money. I, I got a lot of them. I don't know if I have quite that many. But that's a lot of money I've spent on CDs, isn't it? You know, but I think back, I have bought some of the same albums, cassettes. A-tracks? CDs. No, I never had A-tracks. I got A-tracks. I never had A-tracks. But I, I mean, don't have bought the same to... music over and over and over again. Hell, I've got Saucer Full of Secrets, two CDs, because I bought one Pink Floyd CD years ago, and didn't when I went to see it on sale, I'm like, oh, I'll buy that. And then when I got home, I realized I already had it. <laughs> well, I had, I've got all, I've got a, like 50 years of air checks, basically. Uh, that you know, they all were on cassette, and I don't have a cassette to, yeah, to play. Yeah, I don't have anymore. a cassette. Player, I think I've, I got a small one that that uh, Shane used. I've got all the Doors CDs. I've got all of Led Zeppelin CDs. I've got m- almost all of Pink Floyd CDs. I've got most of Neil Young CDs. I'm trying to think of. I've got all of Tommy Bowen CDs. Granted, only two. But. Molly gave us. Uh, a player a few years ago for Christmas, or gave gave me a player for Christmas that plays uh, CDs, um, cassettes, uh, MP3s, and the, plays the whole nine yeah. yards. I used to have a tons of cassettes. I took them to the dump about ten years ago and threw them. I probably had two hundred of them. I and just, LPs. And I, I just threw them away. Yeah. I still have a lot of albums. I mean, I still I have Manassas. What do you think of that? You think that's worth anything? It's great, if it's Stephen Steele's pristine condition, no. maybe. No, I think I, I think I ate on it. I think <laughs> I used it as a coaster during college. <laughs> what about, what about well, the Lundstroms? I still have the Lundstroms. <laughs> Is that an, an album or CD? It's an album. Yeah. I thought Manassas was a great album. <laughs> Did they only have one? No, they had more than that, but the, their first one was. But the one really I have, they're good. all sitting on some park bench, and Stephen Steele's is right there in the middle. The music's good. It's, oh yeah, it is. But God, I haven't I haven't played an album for years. Manassas was that was the band Stephen Steele's was in before Crosby, Steele's, Nash and Young. Right? No, after. Oh, it was after. Uh huh. Because I swear I thought this album. Well, started. actually, they were on hiatus, and then one of their many hiatuses, and then he he did that project after. Because Manassas uh, was early to mid seventies. Early. Okay. Yeah. But then CS came back again after that. And again. And again. And again. again. I don't think they're going to again, though. I think Crosby. No, they hate him. Yeah, they won't do it. No, they hate him. And I don't blame them. I mean, when they came back, Southern Cross, that album, Mm -hmm. it was okay. I mean, it wasn't one of my favorites. I mean, it had... it had like wasted on the way, and that's a, that's a good song. song. Uh, what a fitting song for David Crosby. Yeah. 
and um, Southern Cross. That song kind of got on my nerves. Well, and he's okay. He's one of those guys that's just nuts. He is, and it's not left or right. It's just nuts. Nuts. Yeah, you don't have to be left or right to be nuts. Yeah, no, you can right in the middle. You can be the moderate, be nuts. Yeah, (laughs) nobody has the market on being (laughs) nuts. No. No, not at all. But from that documentary I watched him, I think he has some regrets about the way he treated people. Yeah, he does. I think he's regretful. I think he realizes now that he is the reason he's in this position. He was just a jerk. He was a dick. He was a drug drug worker. He says he doesn't even, he is not a millionaire, according to him. Well, he's uh, better off than I am. (laughs) I just put it that way. I bet he made some money on that HBO documentary. And why in the hell would you have a kid with him? I will never understand. And shocker, the kids had drug problems. Who had a kid with him? Uh, Melissa Etheridge. Because uh-huh. she wanted the musical genes? Yeah. Well, she also got the drug genes. Okay, I, I yeah. thought she was gay. She is. She is. That's why she had a, a kid. Well, it was artificial. Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess if you're going to have a kid with David Crosby, the best way to do it is artificial. artificial. <laughs> Avoid being in the sack with him. Is that... <laughs> yeah. Okay, Captain, um, Gabby <laughs> Thomas or Melissa Etheridge? I've never been a big Melissa Etheridge fan. Uh, uh, I don't she kind of wears me out. I don't know if I've yeah. ever heard her music. Come to my window. Oh, I do not like that song. Okay, I don't like that. I, I don't particularly yes. either. That no. song made a lot of money, though. I oh, knew. Yeah. I, I, oh, I recognized very, it right away. Yeah, she's very, you know. I recognized it right away when you sang it. So, yeah. All right, back to the Hawks. It's yeah. strong on the Hawks. What do we got? Poor Tyler Cook got released by Detroit. I saw that. The day after they draft Garza, they released Tyler, man. That's his fifth NBA team. It's tough. It's tough making the NBA. He's made close to a million dollars in the NBA, which is good. LeBron makes that in like a, a About half. second. Um, One dribble. Yeah, no, Tyler hopefully has invested this money. He's made a lot. And he's not done yet, but I just... I'm beginning to wonder if he's ever going to stick and get that big contract. Well, I sure hope he does. I just saw Halas tweeted, Utah's playing in Japan this year. He just can't make the NBA. Yeah. And Jared Utah was a great player. Great player. Great player. But just shows you how good you have to be to play in the NBA. I mean, there's no lock that Luke is going to make that no, roster. No. I, I think Wieskamp's got a, and is in a better position, but he still has to do it. There's been a lot of second-rounders picked in the 40s that have not made the roster initially, so we'll see what happens. Yep. I'm pulling for both of them, but somebody asked me on Twitter if they thought, if I thought that Tyler, if Luca maybe his arrival there made Tyler. I no, it, they didn't want to pay him a, a big bonus that he would have coming if he was still on the team on the 11th of August. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been that big of a bonus in the big scheme of things. Pretty good size. It really wasn't. 1. I read, 7 that's nothing in the NBA, Tom. That's really nothing. That it really. If you just no, look, I know comparatively. But, but I don't necessarily know if they would were competing for the same roster spot. But it basically they're saying did that make him dispensable? I mean, because they got Luca coming in there, and I don't know. But I mean, one point seven to us sounds like a lot of money. Yeah. But it's nothing. For NBA dollars, it's it really isn't. nothing. That's what in the pisses NBA. me off about this: the Sheriff and and, and Stanley. How freaking lucky they are to even be there at this point, and they're they're just saying f you. Well, Scherf's position is a little different. He's made millions. He's well, all and pro. he just signed a huge Nate, contract. Nate Stanley's on the practice squad, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I mean he's not even their third team. Well, they're right? gonna blow him, and they should blow him out. Well, this will probably make Nate Nate Stanley will probably get cut at some point if he doesn't 
eventually take the vaccine because he's not he doesn't have any leverage. No, Brandon Scherf's got leverage. He's one of the best linemen in in football. No pun intended. Yeah, but why? I don't get it. It's just their personal views, and my guess is, it's some they maybe have medical fears, but I'm guessing it's mostly political. Yeah, I, yeah if I'm I wrong, agree. then somebody call me and tell me I'm wrong. But I I'm don't get, think I, you are. I know Nate. I don't know anything about Brandon Scherf's parents. Nate Stanley's mom is on Twitter. And I remember seeing her Twitter account, and she—it's just all Trump. It's just—it's uh, just complete Trump, 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 Trump. So I'm putting those two together. Uh, I think fair enough. And that's her right to believe what she wants, but you know, it's these politics are going to impact her yeah, son. Yeah, because he had every other vaccine in the world when he was born. And like I said, Nate's got no leverage. I mean, he's hanging on by a thread to stay with the Vikings. Well, and this ain't going to help. This is not going to help. Mm. And I—I I just don't get it. Well, I get it. I just don't understand it. I get it. I get the reasons for it, but I mean, this is it's where just, I, I hate people blowing opportunities for absolutely nothing for politics, politics, or uh, you can't take. Well, let's go back to your buddy Morrison. Yeah, you okay. think he would have taken the vaccine? It probably <laughs> wouldn't have went in him. <laughs> but I mean, he had all you know. He had whether you like him or not. He had talent. He had he wasted a his life away. going, and he wasted it. He just and things like that pissed me off because there's I'm with you. There's people that just look at Lowell George. I said something mm-hmm. this morning that I have Janice, I, I Janice, always, Jimmy. I always luck out. I've always lucked out with stuff where there are people like you know beating their head against the wall that work probably just as hard as me, maybe even harder to do what they want to do, and they don't make it and. It, then I, you know, you look at these guys. Well, some people would counter by saying, "Well, Joplin, Hendricks, and Morris all made it. I mean, they're rock and roll legends. Well, they all dead were. They were yeah. all dead by twenty-seven. Yeah. yeah to me, the... that's not making it. No. And their lives were throwing it away. Their lives were miserable. If you read about them, they were so unhappy most of the time, and yeah. wasted, and strung out, and lonely, and depressed. I mean, Hendricks was just. I mean, some of the stuff I've read about him, he he was just crying for help. You'd think that they. I mean, look at Tommy Boland. Yeah. On a much smaller scale, but it's Tommy his birthday Bowen. yesterday. Tommy Bowen? Yeah. Yeah, and Jerry Garcia's too. Yeah. I mean, Jerry Jerry brought a lot of problems on too, but Jerry at least lasted a while. But Jerry's problems were, I mean, he the drugs made everything worse, but he had obesity issues, had a terrible diet, he was diabetic. He have a, wouldn't he have a potato chip freak? Well, yeah, and he just had a terrible diet, and he did, you know. That's what I saw. And he did a lot of heroin and cocaine. He had yeah. a big freaking bag of ruffles. Sounds good. Oh, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Sure does. But no, I'd say the music industry, <laughs> is there more lost potential in any industry than the music industry? If you think about well, it. Well, they sure seemed to, the drug cultures permeated the scene so much. I mean, think about all so the people who died prematurely. Yeah, no. Mama Cass, Big Bob Bite. I mean, I, that's Mamas and the Papas and Canned Heat. I mean, there was two people that died early. I mean, you could, Brian Jones uh-huh. from the Rolling Stones. I mean, just think about it. That's yeah, what's kind of neat about the Beatles. I mean, John Lennon died early, but not of his doing. Some whack job shot him. Yeah. But the Beatles, I mean, George Harrison, rest his soul, he died of lung cancer. Now he smoked. That didn't help. He did. He had quit long before, but yeah. But the, um, the, the, the amount of lost potential. Yeah. I mean, Sid Barrett from the Rolling Stones. I mean, I just, it's just, really, the more you read about rock and roll, it's depressing. Well, well it's because Amy nobody says Amy Elvis. Winehouse. Elvis, yeah, yeah Elvis. I mean, yeah. Nobody says no. 
uh, and they don't care. They don't care about the people. It's just, you know, look at uh, oh, what's her, uh, what's her face that's fighting her father, Britney Spears. Yeah, look at. I mean, it's incomprehensible to me that she can't handle her own affairs when she hires uh, everyone in her act. I and, agree. And, you know, and really, whether she can handle her own affairs or not. This okay? all dates back to when she shaved her head and went off the deep yeah, end for a while. okay. And she did. And, and, yes, and you can do the. But when does it become, but you've got a right in this country to shave your head and go off I the agree. deep end, too. Exactly. As long as you don't kill anybody. But she left herself vulnerable, and the people around her seized, yeah. pounced on the opportunity. Yeah, but how sure. long should you be able to? Hold someone in I, a concern. I'm with you. I think it's ridiculous. It, that it's she's still... just bizarre. But I think her dad's just using her as a meal ticket. Yeah, right? well, of course. Exactly. He's, making, he's just living Absolutely off her. Absolutely true. Exactly. That is so transparent. He's just a freeloader who can't do anything on his own, so he's living off his daughter. Yeah. Who I think in her day was hot. Yeah, she's Spears, still hot. She was hot. I don't know what she looks and like now. And she's good, too. I remember. Yeah, she's she hot. Her music does nothing for me, but her. I mean, I've always thought she had a pretty smile. I've, I've liked to... I like Taylor Swift more than Britney Swift. Well, I, I do too. But uh, Britney's had some good songs. But for me, that's like comparing a hangnail to a root canal, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the hell is wrong? Hey, if you guys can hate Jim Morrison, I can hate Taylor Swift. I don't hate him. Suter does. Uh, I don't, yeah, I do. I don't. No, I like his hits. I like his hits. Alabama Whiskey Song? I like that. I don't have a problem with that. I got a problem with crap like the end. How about people are strange? Uh, that's fine. I love that song. People the end was just strange. the end was ridiculous because you know he. When what's he want to kill his parents? Well, in? he wasn't. You know, everybody looks at a, oh, this great poet. Oh, I don't please. know. Please, yes, yeah. American Prayer. Anyone can throw a bunch of fancy words together. He was yeah. not a poet. No, not at all. He was a good lead singer for a band whose sound fit perfectly with his unique voice. And then soiled them. And Ray Manzarek, in a lot of ways, made the doors. Yes. Well, absolutely. The well, keyboard he sound. He certainly kept them together. He kept them together. He was like their big brother. He was kind of like their manager and their yeah. stabilizer. And he was an incredible keyboard player. I mean, just look at the, the opening to uh, Light My Fire. Yeah. The keyboard yeah. riff is just it's incredible. In, incredible. No, and it was I very like, unique. Yes. I like those songs and everything when I, you know, I don't hate Morrison. I just don't. Well, I know where you're coming from. It's, I'm a waste of, it's a waste of talent. And I, to think that he could put out L.A. Woman. In the condition he was in, is incredible. And then he's dead. Like I, he was dead shortly after the and album was released. That's another thing about the Stones. They, they always align themselves, Brian Jones, with, with what's going on today. Mm -hmm. I mean, their music has evolved. It's not the same. I thing agree with that you. And I've told you before, if I could interview one person in the music industry right now, it would be Mick Jagger. Yeah. I, even though I'm not a huge Stones fan, I'm not even a huge Mick Jagger fan, but he's so intriguing. He's so successful. And I mean, just think of the, the stories that he could tell. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would love to interview him. I just was amazed when I met Keith Richards that it was absolutely... The opposite of what I thought it would be. You thought he'd be some aloof, strung out, yeah. idiot. But really, Keith Richards the is... the nicest guy. Nice, and he's been pushing civil rights for years. Yeah, and the nicest guy, and he wasn't strung out or anything. Mm -hmm. And, he, you know, and he was... I mean, he's about my height. 
Yeah, he's maybe really a, small. Maybe a tad taller, but not. But just as he couldn't be nicer. All those stones look like they haven't eaten in like a year. <laughs> I mean, there, there are times where Mick's kind of hard to look at when he's dressed out in those tight pants. And the, I've mean, always found him completely repulsive. <laughs> completely. I'm not sure if I'm willing to go that far. You don't have to. But, I did. Um, I just, um, but he's still, I mean, think about how successful he is in music. And how long he's been able to sustain yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. just incredible. Yeah. I, I loved the early Stones. I like the. I like I love evolved. their stuff. I like it. I like that he's evolved. Yeah. That they've evolved. You know. Uh, but I mean. Remember waiting for a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when that came out. I like. Anybody that. seen my baby? And and you know, I mean, no, he he's evolved. So. Um, they're uh, relevant. Did you like the emotional rescue album? Yeah. I What's thought it was okay. I don't know. What's yeah. on it? Emotional, Emotional rescue. rescue. You've never heard of that? I, doesn't ring a bell. Uh, wow. God, that was that was charted for years, didn't it, Captain? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was out in what, late 70s, early 80s? And then Tattoo tattoo You. You've heard that, haven't you? Uh, yes. I can't tell you anything that's on there, but... Are you looking something up, Captain? I was not a huge fan of the Emotional I Rescue we song. Had the song, but we don't both You don't have it? it? Can't you look it up on... Can't you just download it? Uh, not here. Not where you'd, I... You'd know Emotional Rescue if you heard it. Yeah. You like Shattered? Yeah. My favorite mm, Stone songs either so Like a Rainbow or Beast of Burden. I don't mind this song. What song is this? Shattered. This came out in early 80s, Captain? Yeah. Not like. I don't mind this. Do not like. You Pl- like the melodic. I do. Singer. Play like a rainbow. I do. Or she's a rainbow. Oh, I know. Is it like a rainbow goes. or she's a rainbow. It's one or the other. She's, she's a like rainbow. a rainbow. I love that song. No, that's a good song. That and yeah. Beast of Burden are probably. And you can't always get. I love the ending of You Can't Always Get What You Want. How it just builds and builds and builds. This this is my favorite Stone song. Beast of Burden. Yeah. What album did this come out on? I don't remember. Cutter knows all this stuff. Just love this song. It's a good song. It withstands the test of time. That's what good music does. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Yes. Good music withstands the test of time. That's right. Some growth. Okay. Okay. All during junior high and high school for me. Some Girls and um, Emotional Rescue were two huge popular albums. No, that's a real good song. Yeah. No, I just, yeah, I've always loved The Stones. I, 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 I can't say Love that. is too strong for me. Yeah, I me like too. some of their stuff. Yeah, I love them, and I love the, you know, because it's more Dylan-esque to me. Like, I don't like brown sugar. And I don't love Dylan either. Oh, I love Dylan. Oh, I don't love Dylan. Too many boring songs. I love him. Too many songs where he's just kind of like whining and lecturing me. Well, he is. I don't need it. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I really don't need Bob Dylan lecturing me. A lot of people would disagree me. with hey, it, Dad. Hey, 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 hey,
this is a song to uh, Jim Morrison. But I will say Tangled Don't Up. Don't crap yourself. I will say Tangled Up in Blue might be one of my top ten favorite songs of all time. I could listen to that. Did he ever hear Bob Dylan's Don't Crap Yourself to Jim Morrison? Well, Bob Dylan better be careful. He's not crapping himself now. I've seen him. Have you seen him recently? He's, yeah, well, he's like, almost 80, isn't he? He is 80. He is 80. Yeah, he's, he's 80, 80 years yeah. old. Can you imagine? Wow! And I played like a rolling. I got it. I got. Yeah, I didn't get in trouble. Well, that's one of the best songs. But ever. I got lectured because when I was at KSTT, I spliced. They were playing the side two of it. We played 45s, and I went and spliced the things together on I a cartridge and, and played it. And they go. I like Lay Lady Lay. Wasn't that the first song he did with electric guitar? Lay that Lady was, Lay. On Nashville skyline, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I love Lay Lady. Which was Lay. A, yeah, good song. But no, there's a lot of Dylan stuff where I just there's Dylan stuff that I don't like and everything. But as a as an artist and what he means to me, oh, without question, I, sure. he's I just, one of the greatest. I just love him. He's one of the greatest, most influential rockers of I all mean, time. I mean, anyone who's put out the volume of music like Dylan has and the Stones. You're not gonna like all of it. Oh, oh no! Not no, even he, close. When he did the standards, to me that's excruciating. And when he did that Christmas album, that's just ridiculous. I still would love to have seen how Buddy Holly would have evolved during the '60s. He would have been great. He would have been another Dylan. I don't know. Just a different type, he, but he, he would. He had a knack. And he was ahead of his time. Oh, without question. Yeah, and but I he think... he wrote great songs. Yes, he did. I think he would have been... Uh, people downplay him, or but I think he would have been like Bobby V. Oh, I don't at been all. doing a lot I, of studio stuff. and I think he would have evolved and been an institution. I do, too. Because he was so talented, and like Tom said, he was so far ahead of his yeah. time. And the other thing he did was... He wrote a lot of songs that you loved, and they were two and a half minutes, three minutes long. Yeah, well, and, they're, and they're still good songs. I mean, some of Dylan's songs just go on forever. Yeah. I mean, it's like reading a Mishner novel. It's you great. just won't stop. I can go get a Diet Coke. I can take a leak. I can, you know. But I still say that's one of rock and roll's greatest unanswered questions is how Buddy Holly would have evolved during the yeah, electronic version of the 60s. You just never never get to know those things. Well, then you, you have people like, you know, the Everly Brothers that were pigeonholed, basically. And I liked some of their stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah it was really good stuff, but they never were allowed to grow. No, you're And right. that's why they fought each other. And, you know, they didn't get along for a long time because the record company wouldn't allow them to grow. But they were extremely talented. Because they could have uh, the easily Brothers. morphed into the English sound. What do you think Jimi Hendrix would have done? Um... Well, I think he would have continued as a guitar. But do you think it would have just been psychedelic? Do you think he would have evolved? No, he would have. He would have evolved. How do you think Janis Joplin would have evolved? Um, she would have gone into. Uh, she a, was already starting to yeah, evolve. She'd be a blues. Because she has one of yeah. those voices, kind of like Neil Young. In a lot of ways, you could say it was so bad it was great. Does that make sense? Yeah. Neil Young's voice is terrible, but yeah. it just works perfectly for his songs. But I mean, I think she would have just been a blues artist. And yeah, you know, and so you don't think she would have ever done top 40 or no, no, I, I'm with you. I agree. I no. agree. So, yeah, but no, those are some of the, mm. I mean, you got to understand Hendrix did top 40. No, I think she would have been a crossover artist. What were Hendrix's top? Well, I mean, Hey, Hey Joe, all along the watchtower. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. 
But well, they were, uh, they yeah. were still Jimi Hendrix. They just happened to chart. Purple Haze. I mean, but yeah, but those are still his sound. He didn't. It was his sound. He but didn't that divert was, in order to become top forty. Th- no, top forty no, came no, to no. him. Yeah. So yeah, well, top forty comes to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it just does. It came to Van Morrison, and he he rejected. Well, it. Well, I know you guys but may disagree, kept, and I'm biased, yeah. but no band, in my opinion, evolved more than Pink Floyd. If you listen to early Pink Floyd with Sid Barrett, and then well, you start listening to like metal and Dark Side of the Moon, you wouldn't even know it's the same band. Yeah. Okay, but Top Forty did play that. No, they played uh, Another Brick in the Wall. They played uh, uh, Wish You Were Here. Yeah, they did. But the, we played, see, oh, what's he? Was it Money? Uh, we played Money. I think Money was probably their yeah. biggest charting Top Forty yeah. song. I mean, look that up, Captain, before we call. What was Pink Floyd's highest charting song? Well, another brick in the wall. I would say the the Beatles certainly evolved. Oh, without greatly. Question. Yeah, no, the Beatles did. Yes, I don't think the Beach Boys really did. Or do you? No. Well, Brian Wilson. Um, well, with Pet Sounds, he yeah. answered. That yes. was his answer to Sergeant yes. Pepper's, right? Yes. No, that was. But after that, they didn't really evolve. But yeah, I'm curious. What is Pink Floyd's highest? Is it another brick in the wall or Money? Would be my two guesses. Although they also had that learning to fly off the Division Bell album, which I just did not like. That was the Pink Floyd That's album. That's not ringing a bell. It, it was me. one of the last albums. The other brick in the wall hit number one. That's right. Oh, it was played all the time. And remember the South uh, South Africa, the yeah. money um, is like number two. Okay. I didn't realize money made it that high. Uh. I hate all right wingers is number three, <laughs> but another brick in the wall was That's, played all the time. Yeah, if I am aware of a song by Pink Floyd, by Pink Floyd, you know and that it was a hit. I thought it got played too much, to be honest with you. The Wall is not one of my favorite Pink Floyd albums. I would rank Metal ahead of the Wall. I wish you were here ahead of the Wall. Animals ahead of the Wall, and of course, Dark Side of the Moon ahead of the Wall. Metal, I think, is Pink Floyd's most underrated album. If anyone out there is listening and Wants to get a good, I mean, Fearless, man, what a great song. We kind of really went off the rails today, but, you know, it's August well, it's 2nd. Not uh, unusual. Well, yeah, we'll have plenty of time to talk about We'll have about more, we'll Hawkeyes. be more topical coming up here we got, in the next you know, few weeks. Well, yeah, next, but this is our time to drift a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. So Pink Floyd evolved, huh? You're damn yes. right they so did. So about 10 hits of acid to two hits. <laughs> <laughs> now you're that's a stereotype pink that's floyd was pink floyd was not Any near as, pink floyd were not near as big a druggies as the stereotype <laughs> ten, <laughs> 10 hits acid to two i don't even i mean that's sid barrett sid barrett was an acid casualty but the other yeah. guys I mean, you, you could say what you want about Roger Waters, but I don't think he's ever been a drug addict. He's just no, nuts. He just, but he is nuts. <laughs> well, but he is extremely talented. He, but he, oh, yeah. he wasn't always nuts. No, no. So he evolved. Well, he, he is now. His album, though, I mean, he, I mean, you guys heard the final cut yeah. by Pink Floyd. Yeah. I mean, he's very set. I mean, Roger Waters has always had something to say. Hello. I mean, I was listening to a Best of Howard Stern, and he had Katie Segal on from Married with Children. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but I, I didn't know she was really into music yes. singer more than anything. She was a backup singer for Bob Dylan. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. I do remember that, yeah. Oh, no, she's very talented. Yeah. And the character, Good obviously, she was so different than the character she played in... <laughs> married with children thankfully but i mean she's a good actress i mean she yeah. really is mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry with that. I just watch. Oh, you those love things. that show. I do because I like it's it. so. It's so you just don't have to even think. No. And it goes against everything. Ed O'Neill know, was great in that show. Absolutely. Well, all of them were. They were all good. Yeah, the, they were. The kids. The and, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Was his name Buck. Yeah, Buck was. I mean, the dog was great. Uh, when Jefferson came in there, he was way. He was good, but I liked the other guy too. And uh, I, the, what's her name, Joanna Kearns or who? No, who played the the a burst? Yeah, she was hilarious. Yeah. I, no, they were all good. I mean, yeah. it worked. Hello. Did someone already mention "Us and Them" by Pink Floyd? No, we haven't. But I love the song. But yeah. it, did it chart? You think? Yes, it did. What did it go to, Captain? It, that it was like in the top fifty. See, that would surprise me. That it, that us and them. I love yeah, that. Song. I'm not familiar with that one. Play it, Captain. Before we go, I don't have it. And the other, the actress was Amanda Bierce, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, thanks a lot. But us and them. Us. 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 And then them, 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 them. God like only them. knows. <laughs> you, you haven't heard that? No. That's off um, Dark Side. It's a Side. good song. No, no. Greatest album ever made. I love it. I, you know, for some reason, again, Dick Clark championed that band. And it's so odd to see. It's so odd so to see. So do they owe it all to Dick Clark, to you think? Huh? They owe some to him. I mean. A lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of oh, yeah, without do. question. But I mean, I don't know why he championed that band. It's the most undanceable music. Yeah, you're not going to dance to us and them. And well, you could slow dance, you know. Well, he, you know, I saw him try to dance to money. It's money just, would be a hard one to dance to. Yeah. Um, there's not many Pink Floyd songs I can think of that would so be. That's easy. got a great groove, though. Oh, I love money. Yeah. The lyrics are great. I mean, it's just it's so much fun to crank it full volume too. Us and them's a little. I mean, pink the dark side of the moon. It's just it's the masterpiece. I still say the greatest album, greatest rock album ever made. That's one of the longest charting ones. I thought it was the longest charting one. I, yeah, I didn't it, it chart from seventy two to it, it just to like weird. last Tuesday? <laughs> I mean, it was. Didn't it chart for literally like yeah. thirty years? I think you're right. I think I th- I thought it did. I wonder what the Beatles' longest charting album was. I don't know. Would it be Abbey Road? If you had good to guess. Good question. Perhaps. Sergeant Pepper's maybe. Which had no hits on it. By I the know, way. but for some reason, that's my favorite album. Yeah, a lot Beatles. of people agree with you. Do you like the White Album? Uh, uh, half of it. Yeah, I was not. I love half of it and dismiss half of it. What half do you dismiss? Well, they've got a, one whole side of just nonsense. How would you describe it as nonsense? What Revolution number nine is nonsense. Okay. Okay. Complete, total rubbish. So were you disappointed when you heard that? That Dark song, Side yes. of the Moon was on uh, the charts for five, for 958 weeks. <laughs> That's just Jesus incredible. Is that about 15 years? Okay. Then after that, um, Bob Marley and Legend. Yes, I have that. 688 weeks. Great album. Then Journey. 12, 13 greatest years. Hits. Jesus. 678. We go from Pink Floyd, Bob Marley, to then freaking Journey. Metallica for 617 weeks. What's, never, the, what's the longest Beatles one? I was never a fan of Metallica, were you guys? No. But man, they've, no. they've withstood the test of time. Yeah, they have. They've got a devoted fan base. Didn't Iowa football used to use a Metallica song? Or am I thinking of something else? 
Inner Sandman. Inner Sandman. Yeah. Didn't they used to use that? They yeah. still do. Okay. Yeah. They have Back in Black, and then it segues into Inner Sandman. So okay. Abbey Road. Okay. Abbey Road, 363 weeks. How about Led Zeppelin's longest charting album? So hey Jude was the the longest uh, charting song by the Beatles. Yes. So about seven years for Abbey Road. What do you like better between Hey Jude and Yesterday? Uh, Yesterday by far. Okay. I'm not a big Hey Jude fan. Okay. Really. What are we looking up now? Look up Led Zeppelin's longest charting, and then the Doors, and then we'll call it a show. Although it's Monday, we really don't have to end on Monday, do we? We don't have. There's to. no Hey Lang. It's just Hey Molly on Monday, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Hey, Suter. Yeah, trying to guess their longest charting album would probably be Led Zeppelin 4 with Stairway to Heaven. Would I, I be would my guess. guess. Not yeah. one of my favorite albums, though. N- nor mine. I love going to California. Yeah, Led Zeppelin 4. That's what I thought. And then Doors, I would say either the debut or L.A. Woman. Although my favorite Doors album is The Soft Parade, which I know that surprises some people. I love that album. That have like crimson ship on it, and I don't recall that one on it. Um, um, or crystal ship, or no, that's crystal ships on the first one, the debut album, which was a great album. Uh, they're self titled, <laughs> the, the debut, okay. That, that's got Light My Fire and Riders on the um, Riders, on, no, Riders on the Storm is LA Woman, it's got Light My Fire, um. Mm. Break on through, backdoor man. Yeah, I love break on through, and the end, of course. And and whizzed myself. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey guys, I was thinking about Buddy Holly, and you know, I think he'd already given a pretty good, pretty good indication of where he was headed um, towards the end of his life there, because you know he did these songs like Every Day and uh, True Love Ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very much different than his rock and roll and type of stuff so I mean, yeah. he kind of was ahead of his time sort of the evolution of his songwriting and his sound mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure oh i agree and, no yep I an, agree. another one i wanted to mention too is the great eddie cochran he died young as well yeah, he and, did uh, he was a very very talented uh singer songwriter guitar player nope, and uh, that's very charismatic yep agreed. But anyway love the show guys thanks thank you another one's richie valens oh i loved richie valens how would richie valens evolve man he was talented he had country a- you think he would have? Yes, I could Pro- have se- probably. I could have seen that kind of and like I think Graham Parsons. Holly would have gone in in a country way. What do you think, Graham Parsons? He would have had some crossovers. Yeah. What do you think, Graham Parsons would have done? Country. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. I yeah. think he was drifting more towards yeah. country. Oh, he and he and Emmy Lou would have been uh, God, I love a it. duo forever. I love Emmy Lou Harris. She actually does some. St- she's done some stuff with Leo Kotke. Are you yeah. familiar with Leo Kotke? Oh, sure. I love. I've got. Oh, sure. I've got two or three of his CDs. I've seen him in concert like six times. Oh, too. we played. He was like one of the bigger artists. I told KFMH. you the story when he stopped playing because I dropped my whiskey sour in the back and I was all drunk and he asked if he was bothering me. That was at the maintenance <laughs> shop. In and my girl, my girlfriend was so pissed and humiliated on the drive home from me. She was driving. I was drunk, and he did. I just I was. You know, and I did. I dropped it and it shattered. And he just stopped and said, hey, are we bothering you, sir? Because, you know, I can stop playing if we're getting in your way. And it was, wow. And I'm like, oh, she's, she's Dressed like, out by Leo Kaki. Keep playing. You know, that was... <laughs> That was a that was a low point. Uh, yeah, I can see. That was a low. I'm point. guessing that relationship, relationship did not last a little while longer, but I think she looked at me a little suspect after that. And fair enough. Have you been to the maintenance shop in Ames? It's a, no, 
great. I'm not sure if it's still around, but it was a great place to see concerts. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I would compare it to here. Really nothing. So he looked at you as, uh, you know, uh, just a, a public Van Morris. I think he looked at me as a drunk moron. <laughs> I was in my late tw- This was right after I'd moved to Iowa City, and I was in my late 20s, and I, I know I was home in Des Moines for the weekend. I just remember that. I, you know when you're drunk and you're starting to kind of fall asleep and, you're, and you, your hand's not able to hold onto that glass and you forget you're holding the glass and next you know the glass has fallen then it shatters? Not really. That was my state then. <laughs> That's where I was. I remember telling my mom that story and she's like, am I supposed to be proud of you or what? Why are you even telling me this? She's like, you're 27 years old and you're telling me a story like this? And I, you know, it was not a good moment for me. No, I'm not afraid to. I can see that that would not be a high point. Okay, what's the worst point? When I vomited on the girl at the sorority or that point? What would you say? If you were my parent, if you were my parent, which one would you be more disappointed in? Vomiting on the girl at the sorority? At the sorority, yes. You both would? Uh, I don't know. Being dressed down by Leo Kotke. Well, that's not it's a strong. It's what? It's a high point. It's, but. it's up there. <laughs> and sadly, I'm not exaggerating either story either. I can't. I can't top that. And both evolved <laughs> dates where the relationship never evolved. Well, you kind that. of can. Oh, with I? Stevie Nicks throwing well, up on your shoes. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a topper. Sick. And mean, you were sober. I'm at least drunk. Yeah. This no. I can't top that. <laughs> No. One of the other funny moments we had is when McCartney played at Cyclone Stadium. Was that 89? I don't know. I think it was 89, and we were there. It was me, my buddy. There's a group of like five of us, and we, we were taping it. We wanted to have it, but little did my buddy, who was in charge of taping it, was just hammered, and all you can hear is him, Hey, Jim! You can't hear anything from the Beatles. All you can hear is him singing through the whole thing. Oh, my God. Just in a drunken, and it was just... So, yeah, that never worked. We were hoping to have that tape forever. Oh, that's funny. And it's just my buddy. I'm like, you realize you were too, you were right next to the microphone, dude. And he sang through the whole thing. Just terrible voice, too. Now, that's funny. Oh, God. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I would want to kill Did him. Did I tell you the time when, we were, when we, were, uh, we were following the dead in 94 and we were in Indiana? And we got to know these campers next to us. We were there for a couple of days. And this guy came up and asked to borrow and i knew him i got to know him a little bit he asked to borrow 14 dollars and 66 cents i'm like no i got i can give you a 10 and a five i got 15 walked away and never spoke to me again so you needed to have exact change i think he i think that's the effects of acid i don't know that was one of the weirdest things he walked he was he wanted 14 dollars and 66 cents he didn't want 15 i'll never forget that that's one of my weirdest grateful dead how do you explain that what's going on there uh, drugs. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it was drugs. I do too. I offered to, you know, and it just, he resent. You should have seen the look on his face when, what do you think he wanted $14.66 for? Drugs? So drugs aren't priced that way. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's why it was such an odd story. Yeah, that's true. Huh? Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but man, it was weird. But yeah. I've had some weird experiences going to music concerts. <laughs> well, this has been fun. It has been fun. It has I'll been wa- a lot of hawk talk. I'll work on, we'll go back to the hawks on Wednesday. I'll yeah. try to work on, um, like I said, I wanted to get Luca on the other day, but he, he was traveling to Detroit. He just couldn't do it. And would you still, or are you guys ready to move on from the NBA draft stuff? 
I could reach out to him again on Wednesday. No, that. Oh no, that. I'll great. reach out and see what great. he says. I mean, no. Um, a, a lot of the problems time is lots of times these teams do stuff in the morning. You know, there's a lot. These guys' schedules are filled. It's tough in the morning. But at some point, okay. though, I want to start. I'm going to reach out. I got a couple ideas. I'd like to get Mark Vlasic on before the season starts too. And I, did, I didn't have any luck. Facebook? Uh-uh. Well, I've got some people that know him. I just, I, I, I've got a connection. I just got to do it. I, he'd be good. I'd like to talk to Mark. I know some other podcast in Nebraska got a hold of him about a month or so ago, so he's reachable, and I've got his number at work. I don't have his personal number. I wish I just had something where I could text him because I think he would come on. I think we'd enjoy it. I'd love to talk to a guy who didn't transfer as a quarterback, even though he who waited four years yes, to play. Yes, he did. I mean, that and stuff he is, was damn good, and that's too. The, and he got hurt his senior year. Remember, his senior yeah. year, he missed two or three games. God, what an arm he had. Yeah, and, and but no, I think he'd be a good one. He's down in Kansas City. I know he's like a an investment banker, I believe, something like that. So, but can you get the uh, gal on that you threw up on? I don't have no idea where she is. She was kind of cute too, and she just called me a disgusting pig. <laughs> Loser. I and didn't she, you think you were kind of making scoring some points? Oh, I was. I had. A, I was going up. <laughs> I was traveling down the right path, you know. And then I just it, alcohol. I blame all my trouble on alcohol. Well, it's not my fault. It's alcohol. <laughs> alcohol is to blame for everything. Well, there you, you and Janice. Yep, and Jim. <laughs> well, at least you haven't soiled yourself. No, I've never soiled myself. Okay. And I've never. Well, no, wait, I did vomit on myself one time. We only need to go. It was in a bunk bed, too. That was not good. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. And my, yeah, that was, not a, that, was not a good, that was not a good moment either. So, all right, I think I've probably aired enough dirty laundry for today. Well, that was fun. Thanks. Yes. All right, Thanks thank for you. sharing. Thank you. And I never once tried to top a story. <laughs> Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.